Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right. This is episode number 128. That is true. Sweet. This week we're talking about the new, actually, I think it's the final Star Wars The Force Awakens trailer. Oh my gosh, it's so close. We've, Chris. Talked, about, we've talked about every single other one. Yes. And so we have. Uh, we've got to talk about this one. So I'm going to I'm gonna give you an update, Chris, mm, mm-hmm. on, um, hang on a second. Mm, 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 mm. Oh, well, maybe I'm not. Never mind. Keep talking and I'll, I'll give you an update <laughs> in a second. All right. So we're going to we're gonna do that a little bit later in the show. Well, I'll also give you my theories. We'll, we'll, we'll say, hey. Don't uh, don't listen anymore if you don't want to want we'll any give, theories. We'll give like a time limit and you can skip forward or yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's not really spoilers because I don't know anything works. about the movie. Yeah, but this is true. I it's have, just speculation. It's, it's all speculation as to what's happening, what's going on, um, and all that jazz. So that will be something to look forward to later on as well. All right. So as we speak, the Force Awakens, our showing of the Force Awakens, yeah. is one month, twenty five days, three hours, nine minutes, and forty five seconds. Away. Wow, that's very specific. It is very specific. Um, yeah, I can't wait. It's gonna be amazing. It's, it's so close. We'll talk now. about that later, though, John. It's so and close. our experience with getting tickets. Um, so how uh, how was your week this week, Chris? My week is, is going well. I'm preparing. I've been preparing all week. Uh, preparing. For, preparing for what? For my Halloween party <gasps> this Friday. That's right. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's the is this the fifth annual? Uh something like that. Fourth or fifth. It's not the fourth. It's either the fifth or sixth. Fifth or sixth? Yeah. Really? Well, I think it's the fifth because we've been married. We will have been married. Uh, f- uh, we've been married for five years. I did think I we've had m- it every year. Did I miss a right? year? Maybe this is the fourth. I'm, I don't think you had it the first year. I don't know. We'll have to figure <laughs> it out. But in, <laughs> e- either way, um, we've been doing it for a while, and it gets yeah. better every single year. Oh, and yeah, uh, this year will be no exception, John. Well, see, that's one of those things. Like, I love, I love themed parties, and I love like having annual kind of things because that's something that will get better every year because you acquire like new yeah. decorations every yeah. year, and it's like oh, you know, just and so There's over time, sensibilities, yeah, it just becomes more and more epic. Uh, where we have we have themed it right of the living dead party. I like it. Hashtag Righttober. I like it. Yes. Um, that's pretty. That's pretty epic. Last year, I remember it being very cold. I went to as, oh, as, as uh, Doctor Doofenshmirtz uh, from Phineas. Last year, so like it was, it was uh, decent the day before, and like so, like you know, tonight or whatever. Yeah, it was decent the 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 Thursday before, but then Friday came along and it just got crazy windy and cold. And even though we had a fire pit going, it was still just freezing outside. Tomorrow is supposed to be nice, so uh, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, it's, it's great. Unless someone uh, comes as Elsa, and then it's going to be cold again. Well, then I will kick them out of my party, John. <laughs> no, there's, no, there's no ice queens no. allowed. Um, I'll say, let it go yeah. and leave. Let it go. Let it go. All right, Dude, that's, that's enough of that's that. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's pretty much all I've been up to. Like, cool. Um, we, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I was out of town over the weekend and uh, in Phoenix. Yeah. Um, got the chance to go out there. It was a, it was a, an interesting city. You were telling me about some uh, some photos that you took. Of oh a, man, uh, of a, of, I need to post a some of those. Weather uh, thing that you, we don't experience here in Nashville. Oh, okay, yeah. So there's two things. Yeah, I guess I can yeah. talk about that. So I got caught in a in a sandstorm. <laughs> 
uh, a dust storm, I guess. Yeah. And we're like, we're just we're just driving along, and, and we see like some clouds and stuff like that. I'm like, I think that's rain. Yeah. And then I was like, no, wait a minute, that's all brown, and it's a dust storm. And what the crazy thing is, there's lightning and all this kind of stuff. Like it still like acts like a storm, only it's all just like dust. And there was like a spritzing like kind of of rain, and like whenever it landed on your like your skin, it was like kind of mud. It was just like. This weird, you know, brownish, muddy color. It's wild, man. Yeah, it was. It was nuts. I never experienced anything like it. So you did you you mentioned something about? Did they have like sirens, like a warning system of some sort? Um, no. So like you know, um, on your phone, like sometimes, like on the iPhone, ah, uh, you, if you set emergency alert, alerts to on, yep, it's like if there was an earthquake or something like that, or, or a tornado, or tornado. Yeah, it yep. goes off. Yeah, um, that's what happened. And that's so it was awesome. like I have, I have screen captures of of the uh, the warning happening on my phone because all of our phones started going off at the same time, and I was like, what is happening? You know that that's not good news. Yeah, and I'm like, oh man, it's a dust storm. So I t- I, I took a took a screenshot of it because I'm like, when when else is this gonna like happen on my phone? Yeah. I probably not often. Also went out into the desert in the middle of the night. Um, about it was it was, it was about uh, ten ten o'clock maybe, and uh, I started walking on these um, like mountain trails trying to get to the scenic overlook. So like you could you could go back in these um, mountains. Yeah. And it, the park sign said it was open till eleven, but you could only drive back there until seven. So, so you would think that it would be the opposite of that. Yeah, like you it would make think any like, sense. oh, you don't want you don't want people, you know, up on the side of a mountain, traipsing around the yeah, mountain in the dark, you know, stepping on rare plants and yeah. you know whatever because they can't see it all. Right. But you, know, you would think that you would just want people to be on the roads that, at that time. But like, I don't know. That's weird, right. dude. Yeah. So like, we parked on the side of the road and then like walked up there. It ended up being like a three mile trip because like we got lost at one point. We weren't sure where we were going. We were on this like <laughs> mountain trail. We were hearing coyotes. We yes. were like, we're definitely gonna like get eaten by a cougar or a bobcat or something. Yeah. And uh, so it was. But we took some cool like once you get up there, it was basically just a panoramic view of of uh, of Phoenix. It's kind of like Griffith Park in L.A. Yeah. And and it's so, like that kind of a view. Cool. Over for Phoenix, and so like we took some cool like silhouetted pictures against the night sky and the the skyline and stuff like that. That's awesome. It's amazing um, to me, like all these like bigger cities, like that are desert cities. It seems like there's always like one mountain that has like the overlook or whatever. Because even whenever we were down in uh, in uh, Carretero in Mexico, there was a place where you would go in, at night and be able to look over the lights of the city and just houses. Well, there's no trees, you know, so you just have to get houses. high enough and you can see stuff. That's you know? true. That's true. And and if there's a mountain off in the distance, chances are the view is good. Exactly. Well, yeah. If you can see it from the city, then it can see you. Yeah, and that's the other. You know, Eye of Sauron. Desert. (laughs) Desert. uh, Desert weather is also very good for that type of thing. Like, like nice and dry. Uh, It was crazy. Like a bunch of clouds or fog. Yeah, I mean, it was. You know, it was that. In LA, there's smog, obviously. Right. It was that time of night, and um, and uh, and it was like I think it was still like 80 degrees outside. It was crazy. Like the the temperature really didn't only fluctuate about 10 degrees while we were out there, which is wild because um, one of my friends that uh, I met up with. Whenever I was out there, he was saying, you know, like, in the summertime, it gets up to 120 degrees in the summertime, and then it'll get down into, like, you know, the, the 90s or whatever at night and crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, I wouldn't even go outside. I wouldn't do anything out, outdoors. I would – because you, I figure you would just walk out and just roast. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's that desert weather, and it's uh, – I mean, yeah. I barely do things outside now, John. Well, I mean, like, in, but there, it's also dry, and so it, it it's a dry feel heat, but I, as hot, but it's still, like, once you get up above 90 anywhere, I don't care how dry it is or, or, or you know, whatever, it's, it's going to feel hot. I understand that. I feel like it would be like, you know, how, like, some people can't feel pain. And so, you, like, you put your hand on, like, a, a stovetop, and it's hot. You just can't feel it, and, like, right. you look down your burn. I feel like that's what – well, it's – 
It's like it's, it's a dry heat, so it doesn't feel hot. Like that just seems dangerous to me. I would just walk outside and not realize how hot it is outside and just like stay out there. So there's a uh, there's a race uh, through uh, like a 130 mile race through Death Valley or whatever um, called Badwater. It's awesome. Um, but there was a uh, this last summer. Whenever it happens, it happens in the hottest time of the year, obviously. And uh, somebody tweeted out a photo of a skeleton sitting in a uh, in a lawn chair no. out in the desert, and they were like, "Yeah, but it's a dry heat." <laughs> so no, it was, it was going to get up to like 120 some odd degrees that day. So. Oh my goodness! Yeah. yeah, that's that's ridiculous stuff. <laughs> like that's just like I don't I don't even I don't even want to be outside. Yeah, I don't want to walk outside. <laughs> I would just dig tunnels everywhere. You would just be underground, like you would be the uh, you know the, the guy at the end of of the Incredibles. Yeah. <laughs> Where the underminers. Yes. I mean, I don't, you know, you would assume the water table's pretty low yeah. out there. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you're digging down, you're not going to hit, you know, water. This is so true. So you just, you just uh, dig a bunch of tunnels everywhere all, all around the city. Just it's a complex like, of, sun, of tunnels down there. Exactly. Like I went, the catacombs. Like the catacombs, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, went, I went to uh, um, Grand Rapids last year, and like for the cold, they have these sky lanes, like so you never leave the buildings mm. in the cold. Why, won't, why don't we do the same tunnels for the heat? That like immediately whenever whenever you said that, I got in my head like the uh, the the tubes that were in between the, all the buildings in Bioshock. Uh, yeah, the it's, it's basically Bioshock. that, but it's above ground, obviously, right? Not, right, right. not under the sea. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Grand Rapids is not underneath the water. Yeah, it's it's not not the lost city of Atlantis or anything, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So what have you been up to, John? Um, I mean, I, I've been uh, been catching up on some TV, been uh, been playing some games, been playing some <laughs> some Destiny, catching up on some stuff nice. there. I need um, to catch up with Destiny. Trying to get my level up high enough to do like the raid and uh, and be able to like effectively handle it. Yeah. Um. So I'm I'm slowly approaching that that time where I'm like, yes, it's it's time now. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the, just a, a a lot of that. There. Uh, we actually the last night. Um, we were, uh, hanging around around town and, uh, somebody that we listened to uh, the podcast, Greg Miller, um, from, uh, the kind of funny games or kind of funny, um, which is the game of Gregory show. And it's a kind of funny games cast and it's PS. I love you. XOXO, a bunch of podcasts that we listen to. Yeah. So, Um, so we started listening to uh, podcast beyond from IGN. Greg Miller used to work for IGN. And we got to meet him last night, which yeah. is awesome. It was he, used to, he used to work for IGN, and like Podcast Beyond was kind of like that's kind of our inspiration for like the format that we use, you know, like with yeah. different segments um, and like having minor segments leading up to a main segment. That was like the the one that we studied. Like we would listen to we listened to all these podcasts, like a yeah. bunch of podcasts, whenever we were um, kind of trying to put together, stay on target, yeah, and try to figure out, hey, what what was the the most enjoyable thing for like us to listen to, yeah. and like what what would we think other people would enjoy that sort of thing, yeah, and so. Um, it, We've been listening to him for like the past five years or whatever, yeah. and uh, because I was listening to him before before we started this, this, yeah. is, this is going for two. I think you uh, like uh, showed me that p- specific podcast yeah. after, like a, like literally the week that we started. Oh, really? Because I was like That's going funny. on a trip um, <laughs> up to uh, up to Indiana. I was going to uh, uh, Gear Fest at Sweetwater. Yeah, was that and, the first time? Yeah, it was the first time I listened to them. And wow. it, like before I left, I was like, ah, oh, this is like a four hour car ride by myself. Yeah, and so you were just like, oh, you should download some episodes of a uh, podcast beyond and so i was like okay you know let me download a bunch of episodes of podcast beyond and so i <laughs> downloaded them and it's just like i just listened to them all the whole yeah. way there and back it was it was a good time man so That's i think awesome. that was the first time i really listened to them was like maybe two weeks after we initially started launched the podcast yeah. so so he did that with uh colin moriarty and uh they moved on from ign about a year ago probably i think at yeah. this point and um started kind of funny 
and they do the Game Over Greggy show, the kind of funny games cast. They do a PlayStation centric one called PlayStation XOXO. Yeah. Um, and he happened to be in town. Yeah. Um, and uh, we we saw that he was going to be in town on Twitter. Yep. Uh, earlier in the week, we're like, hey. We should try to like catch up with them. Yeah. So we went to the the Bluebird. Yep. He had tweeted out that he was like his his plans were to to go to the Bluebird yeah. and then uh, and then you know basically uh, he likes the show Nashville and yes. so he was going to go to the Bluebird and experience yeah. that. So I saw on Twitter I just, today he hung out on the set of Nashville. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and so like we went there um, and he was there. Well, we were like, hey, let's just go. Either way, it's a co- cool concert. Yeah. Like listen to some good music. Awesome music. Um, yeah. And uh, and so we sat there and uh, listened to the concert and afterwards got a chance to. Uh, to, to talk to and to hang out a little bit and yeah. take a picture with Greg Miller. The crazy thing, like, dude, he was awesome. Yeah. Um, and uh, super classy. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, like it was funny whenever we uh, introduced ourselves, he was like, I saw you guys come in late and I'm like, that looks like my demographic. And so, uh, you know, like, I, so I think they, they might have gotten the, uh, the Twitter, the Twitter yeah. Uh, message. Yeah. They might've, uh, they, they might've seen it yeah. and followed the, uh, followed the message. But yeah, so. I mean like the, 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 I think my impression, this is my, I'm sorry. I kind of hijacked. No, your that's all right. Here. Go for my it. My impression is just like this, that was, that was one of the coolest things that I've been able to do. And like, you know, like I've met, um, s- celebrities or people, um, that I looked up to before and, yeah. By far, this was the best encounter and that I've ever had with someone um, uh, of that kind. You know, like someone that I looked up to, a, a celebrity, um, and uh, because he's, he was exactly like I imagined him. Yeah. And and he was like the friendliest person in the world. Like yeah. we tried to like we after we took pictures, we tried to just give him a you know shake his hand before we left, and he's like, no nah, man, you know, like come in and give us big hugs, and he's like, I you know. We'll talk soon, and it's just yeah. like you know whether we do or not. It made me feel good. Oh yeah, dude. and uh, and he's he's a he's a class act, great guy. Um, just definitely like I, I was just very very impressed with you know just he is who he is, and that's what you hear is what you get. And, oh exactly. Uh, and it was just I think it's it's kind of um, surreal in a way. Yeah, meeting someone like you know I've listened to for the past five years. Yeah, and so you like you get to know for like, like hours a week. Like I know an you hour, feel an hour like you know them. I know that you don't know them, right. but you feel like you do in a way. Yeah, and uh, and so um, it, it was just it was cool, man. Yeah, dude, and like that's one of the things like that is interesting about the world we live in. Like we yeah. live in a world with technology and with like all these different uh, types of social media that you can connect with people. Um, but it, a lot of times, you know, it's a, it's a one-sided connection in some ways, like, yeah. it, you know, where you follow somebody on Instagram or something and then, you know, you follow their post and you just, you know, consume everything that they do there. Right. And then whenever you meet them, you know, it's, it's, it's just interesting because you feel like they are what you've, what you've expected. Well, or, you've or made whatever. them a part of your life. You right. Know, and, and they represent a specific thing to yeah. you you know they speak to to specific parts of your life and like so you know sometimes whenever whenever that happens like you know over the years whenever i've met people that, that that's happened to or like that i've followed or whatever it's like sometimes they're they're a little bit different or they're not it's the interaction isn't quite the same or isn't what you expected right. and that's neither good nor bad right but it's it just is an observation but yeah. like in this scenario it's like you know it's just amazing to me how well uh, Greg handled everything. Like handles handles those interactions. Yeah. It's just spot on with with what you uh, what you expect. And like it's it's not like a uh, 
you know, he wants to know a lot of, you know, he wants to know about you and that sort of thing. But, but in the end, it's like, it's a, uh, it's, it's just, he's your friend, you know, and, and he's the guy that you know and have listened to for yeah. hours every week. So it's great, dude. I loved it. It was, it's, it's really interesting to me whenever you meet people that that is the case. And it's just like, oh, well, how's this going to go? You know, yeah. is this going to be, going to be the normal, the, the person that I expect, or is this going to be a little bit, a little bit different or something? Right. So it's just amazing. Like we, you and I kind of debated on whether or not, like, should we go try to like find him? Like, is this, is this a thing? You know, yeah. like, you know, do we, t- do Whereas, we like, does that come across as weird? Yeah, is, is, this, or... is this crazy? You yeah. know, like, and I was like, man, okay. If I got the chance to like hang out with Greg Miller, I would draw, I would, I would find my way to San Francisco if I had to. Yeah. And I'm like, how can I not just like go find him? Yeah. Whenever he's in our own town. Well, you and know? also like he's, he's the kind of guy where he's like, no, he's like, if you see me, you know, c- you know, come up to me. And, and even to the point I've seen like Twitter conversations where somebody's like <laughs> tweeted and been like, I think I'm sitting across from Greg Miller in the airport. <laughs> and then, and they'll like tag him in the tweet and then he'll tweet back and be like, why don't you say hi? <laughs> you know? And so like, so just leering at me. Exactly. You know? So, and, uh, and even whenever, you know, and that was one of the things that I really loved about this as well. Like immediately whenever we came up or whatever, and, and he was like, Oh, you guys, you know, walked in. And I thought you you were my you followed the tweets and you're yeah. you know you were in my demographic. Yeah. It's like that kind of lets us off the hook then for uh, for for doing that in, yeah. in a way. Yeah. You know, it's like I mean he he might have expected that uh, people to come out to that that sort of thing and yeah. And he was like he's like yeah you guys are the only ones. He's like I'm surprised you're the only ones that that that, uh, that made it out that sort yeah. of thing. So you know it's 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 interesting. I, I, I I'm I'm kind of like man that that's the kind of uh kind of person or personality you strive to to kind of yeah, be you that's know? who i want to be if exactly. you know that happens uh, and i run into the same situation yeah and you know whenever i was uh i guess it was oh when was it it was last year um last january i was out in la um for work for yeah. uh for nam uh the uh nam show out there and uh was running a star wars race so it was out we were out there vacationing for a couple days beforehand or whatever and right like we had a slam packed trip but mm-hmm. right at the end of the trip uh chris dennison uh one of uh superman chris dennison one of our listeners he tweeted at me he was like he's like oh man you know i was i was gonna ask if there's any way to do meet up and so like i'm i was like immediately i was like no i should have done a meetup way earlier in the yeah, week yeah. and like so you know if, if ever you guys uh make it to nashville or anything like that make sure you let us know tweet at us yeah. uh, you know and we'll we'll grab some coffee we'll, for sure we'll take some time and uh, and hang out and stuff so yeah um and then i will you know whenever we're uh we're out in various areas we will be uh maybe a little bit more on top of doing you know a hangout time or whatever yeah. so um which speaking of we're actually going to be in uh la for the uh anaheim mm-hmm. for the avengers races in mm-hmm. november um yep. for a little while so so um, come rob our houses because we'll, we won't be home <laughs> well chris somebody will be home somebody will <laughs> my be security home system with, will be home with a claymore mine ah. in front of the doors yeah you know just i'll just rely on my uh my security system yeah, exactly um but uh but yeah so so yeah if you uh if if you're in that area or whatever and uh you know we'll maybe maybe have a have a time where we can meet up grab some coffee right yeah for sure before we uh, end this segment, I wanted to say check out Kind of Funny Games. Yep. You can find uh, the guys at kindoffunnygames.com. Yeah. They have you know the uh, Colin and Greg live every single day on Twitch. Yeah. Um, you can find that. You can also find uh, they do gameplay, game th- uh, playthroughs, walkthroughs, or yeah. not, not walkthroughs, let's plays. Yep. There we go. That's, That's what I was trying one. to say. Um, <laughs> they also have the, the Game of Greggy show podcast. Yeah. It's, there's video and audio. They have the Kind of Funny Games cast video and audio, and they also have the PlayStation XOXO podcast. P.S. I love you, XOXO. Is that what it is? Yes, it's P.S. Ah. I love you. Ah, I'm messing it up. XOXO. That's all right. That's P.S. All right. I love you. XOXO. Yeah. 
Man, I, I, I called podcast. it by the wrong name last night, too. Did you really? I'm pretty sure. Oh, I, I don't think you did. I, I, was, I was trying to pay attention. Really? Yeah. All right. But, but it, unless you did it while I was talking to uh, talking to one of the musicians It was late, was there. and I honestly haven't had much sleep since then, so <laughs> I don't know at this point. <laughs> it's just, things are just a big haze <laughs> yeah, for at this sure. point. Yeah. Anyway, so later in the show, we said we're talking about Star Wars. Yes. And the new trailer. But first, the news! The news! All right, John. Yeah. I've got some brand new news for you. Brand new, like <laughs> hot off the presses. Hot. The presses are still steaming. <laughs> All right. I Like, okay, so <laughs> hot off the presses. Like, were the – was it hot? <laughs> well, the ink ink wasn't dry. You okay. Know, I mean, I guess it would so, be – So, but oh. was it hot ink or was it the hot machinery? Like, I just wonder why was the news hot? I don't know. You think about a copy machine these days and, like, when the paper comes out, it's really hot. Yeah, I guess that's true. Like, is it the toner though, or is it just the the act? I, what is it that makes it hot? Is it the friction as it puts it onto the paper? I mean, that's, is, a good, that's a good question. I don't know. Someone out there needs to tell us. I really don't know. I I want to know. Yeah, we should. Uh, we need to investigate this, Chris. Hmm. We need to, we need to dedicate an entire podcast episode to why are things hot off the presses? Why weren't they cold off the presses? I I don't know. All right, so this is uh, an article from FoxNews.com. It's I'm an interesting to, place to find uh, inter- well, I guess it's not. No, they do entertainment stuff. Yeah, so uh, this is we're talking about YouTube, John. YouTube. All right. So I'm gonna th- some of this will be quotes from the from the article. Okay. Um, I didn't take the time to rewrite it, but uh, YouTube Red serves up ad-free downloadable videos for ten dollars a month. So the short story is, yeah. you pay ten dollars a month to subscribe to YouTube Red, and uh, it offers the ability to download videos for offline playback, play videos in the background on mobile, whatever that means. I guess if you just turn your change apps or something, I don't know. And access to YouTube Music, another new service. It also allows you to skip ads on all mm. your videos. Like skip ads or the ads will just never load? It says the wording is service that allows subscribers to skip ad- Like I think they're saying that there's no ads. Because like, you can skip at most ads anyway. Like, I mean, unless someone uh, like requires you to watch the ad before the video, a lot of pl- – People will let you skip it anyway after the first like three or four seconds. Hmm. I don't know. It, it just it, it, that that seems strange, man. Yeah. And why? Like, first of all, okay. oh, let's. Right, is there more? There's more. Okay, let's go. All let's right, go well, in. let's go with the more. Let's dive and then, in, and then we'll then we'll analyze. Uh, to make this is quoting the article. To make YouTube Red more compelling, new original programming will be available exclusively to subscribers. YouTube's biggest star, PewDiePie, will star in a horror series along with the producer of The Walking Dead, revealing the details of what the Swedish gaming star was working on in Los Angeles last month. A documentary following Canadian vlogger Lily Singh on her world tour is also in the works. Rather than turning to Hollywood talent for these high-budget video series, YouTube intends to groom content creators already embedded in the YouTube community. YouTube Music announced the same event they will offer offline playlists based on songs you liked on YouTube, alongside radio stations based on a specific song, singer, or playlist. So it's basically kind of like Pandora. Uh, pan- yeah, Pandora slash Apple Music kind of stuff. Um, as with Red, or wait, hang on. Grammar. With Red, users will be able to choose how many songs to store and what quality to store them. Here's the rub. 
YouTube made no mention of how it would split revenue with content creators. The video service managed to win over 98% of creators and networks for its new venture, but Disney was one notable exception. This mm. could be problematic considering Disney owns Maker Studios, the largest network on YouTube that holds PewDiePie, Toby Turner, Andrea Brooks, and a few other high-profile contracts. Mm. YouTube Red will also eliminate a few of the other trial services like the Tip Jar, Paid Channels, and YouTube Music Key. Speaking to The Verge, YouTube's chief business officer said these programs were n too niche and said the video service would not try a Patreon-style pay-what-you-want service in the near future. Hmm. Um, he also claimed advertisers needn't worry about the new paid subscription service, stating that 99% of the content will remain free to view to us, I guess. Um, the business... What does that mean? Some of it... Oh, they're, 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 oh those, those things that they're going to create yeah. won't be available for free. The business chief believes that the ad revenue will continue to grow and will reach the majority of the audience watching YouTube. Yeah. It launches on October 28th. Um, in the U.S. only, and they have not given a time frame for a European or Asian launch. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So... That was written by David Curry on foxnews.com. So as far as, like, as far as this goes, it seems like there's a paywall, so there's, like, a $10 paywall, right? And there's, like, there's some content that's behind there that's, like, exclusive to the paywall. Like Hulu or right. Netflix. Um. And then in addition to that, if you pay the $10 and uh, you're, you're behind the paywall now, so you get that exclusive content that's behind the paywall, uh, that extra 1% apparently based yeah. on their, uh, their statistics, um, you get that extra 1% of content and then you also don't have ads. Yeah. And then they haven't talked about how they're going to split that cash with the creators that are on there now. That's it's, interesting. It's strange. Now let's talk for a second how other services do this. So like mm. Hulu, is, is there a free version of Hulu anymore? There no. used to be. Okay. I mean, okay, so some videos are free. Like you can watch like trailers and like not trailers, but, but not like, like full episodes. Like tiny little clips. Basically it incentivizes you to get Hulu so you can watch the episodes. Okay. So Hulu, they offer like, I think it's like for $8 a month or something yeah. like that. $7.99, they offer, okay, you can access our stuff. But then if yeah. you pay like, Twelve dollars, yeah. You get an ad-free, commercial-free experience unless you purchase it on the i i iTunes Store, like on iTunes. And then, then it's more. Yeah, it costs more. For some uh, so there's that. There's also on Twitch. So like this, if you subscribe to an individual channels, I believe. Mm -hmm. So like, if I want to go watch Colin and Greg live, right? I in order to get rid of ads before their videos, I would need to um, subscribe to the kind of funny channel on yeah. Twitch. Yeah. So that money goes, I guess, to the mainly to the content creators. Yeah. Um, I would assume. I don't know that for sure. It, either way, like there's that kind of paywall, but that right. would ha I would have to do that. I can't do that globally all over Twitch. I right. can only do it per channel. And you're basically picking and choosing what you want to uh, to consume. You're, you're saying I'm going to get get, get behind this paywall uh, or get, you know not have ads on this, yeah. but not this. And so it really I'm not crazy. Is easily... Like that's how it works on Twitch, right? Right. That's okay. how it works on Twitch. Um, and then. Uh, as far as I understand, like I've only done, I've only done that a couple times. So what else is there um, that that can compare to this? I mean, Netflix hasn't opened anything up to any content creators or whatever. Well, there's yet. no commercials on Netflix um, either. That's true. Um, there's not really much else that really okay, compares so, to it. Uh, it gets rid of ads, has original content. Um, it looks like it's basically like a new Pandora. I don't know if like actually just does it play the music videos or does it like download the just the music files? I don't know. That's a good question. That's that's a little strange. Um, something that's taken away is tip jars. The the potential problem, and they kind of referenced it in that article. Um, I've talked to a couple of my friends who are big YouTubers, and uh, 
they're very skeptical and kind of like um, they're not scared. Scared is the wrong word, but they are. Um, they're watching this concerned. situation closely. Concerned, but great word, John. Concerned. <laughs> they're concerned about what this will do to their revenue because currently, if you have ads on your site or on your before your your videos, that's how you make your money as a content creator on right. YouTube. And um, if those ads don't exist because people are paying this $10, how do those content creators get their money? Right. I mean, and that's where it all comes down to what, you know, th- if they haven't talked about this, if they haven't contacted those creators and be like, hey, we're changing the way this is, I feel like that's just a really, it's either a big oversight or they don't really want like to advertise it, what they're going to be doing because it's not necessarily a great deal yeah. or... You know, it's just something that they haven't, you know, haven't just haven't discussed yet. Right. You know, I mean, so, you know, the quote from, from, uh, I forget the guy's name in there. Uh, somebody from YouTube was saying that, um, the, the, they expect ad revenue to go up. Does that mean that that ad revenue will make it to content creators or does that mean that it will make it to YouTube? So I'm also wondering where like that, how does that work? where that ad content is coming from because if you're paying uh, this ten dollars a month to I don't basically, want more ads. basically have no ads, how does the revenue then go up? I mean, no idea. I wonder how many people they're expecting to to buy into this. I Here's mean, a question: You also look at uh, Netflix and you look at Hulu, and Hulu's the one that is always weird to me because you pay to get in and you still have to watch ads unless you do the uh, the more expensive hey get the ad free experience kind of thing, um, which they just introduced. So, I mean, in this scenario, are we still looking at having ads, but you can skip all of them? Mm-hmm. Or is it just, I don't know. I, what I don't if know. they, they uh, make ads more intrusive for the free users to encourage you to pay them $10 for YouTube Red? For instance, right now, some videos you can skip. Yeah. What if you can't skip any videos now? I, I mean, I don't see any reason that they wouldn't do that, or at least um, not necessarily make them more intrusive, but make the make them... I can see them totally doing that. I mean, make them harder to uh, harder to avoid, or just unskippable. Yeah, you know? that's what I'm saying. Or it's there like, aren't you know. banner ads anymore; they're all pre-roll ads. Right, and maybe that's how they uh, anticipate that revenue will go up if they're unskippable outside of this ten dollar payroll. Yeah, and that, because they don't take the you know basically the the answer to well now I can't I have to watch ads before all my videos. No, the options there if you pay ten dollars a month, you can get rid of your ads or right. make them completely skippable or however they do it. Yeah. Um, I guess, I mean, my big worry, I'm alongside with the, uh, not worry, my big concern, I'm alongside the content creators, you know, smaller content creators in that, you know, I hope it doesn't make um, it harder to break into YouTube as a uh, content creator. Yeah. Um, And I hope it doesn't, like, uh, it doesn't put a cramp in some of the content creators' revenue because that will um, possibly make some of them stop creating content. Yeah. I mean, and, and especially because like a lot of people's main source of revenue is those ads. Like the, they are those ads. It's, it's a, uh, it's a, that's how you monetize your videos. Right. You I mean, can't do it any other way. That's the, the way. And so I, I mean, if the ads become unskippable, like think about this, how many times have you gotten on, um, any website that forces you to watch an ad, yeah. click on a one minute long video and you have to watch a minute long uh, oh, ad yeah. beforehand. And it's like, this is a waste <laughs> of my time. Yeah. So then you go to YouTube and you just skip the ad and you're good. Right. Uh, but I mean, so that's my problem is that like, you're looking at, um, these content creators and they're, 
putting out this content and if they put out, you know, this a shorter video or something like that, the danger is that if you are forced to watch an ad, then those views will go down mm -hmm. and, and not even just like the people skipping the ad. So it's not even like it's not monetized. People just won't even watch it right. anymore. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't want that to happen either. Right. Yeah, views go down because people just don't. We have such short attention spans. Like our right. culture, I'm not saying that's a good thing. It's something you have to think about and right. deal with. Oh, of course. And, you know, you tell me I have to wait a minute to watch something. I'm like, oh, gosh, I can't even wait a minute for my burrito in the microwave. I mean, <laughs> I mean. I get impatient. So, like, it, then you get into uh, the subscription numbers and things like that. And it's like, our, this is the number, like, is it, it's the number two search engine, basically, is YouTube. There's Google and then there's YouTube. Um, and so... This is a, it's a big deal and it's a upper echelon company where they're, you know, they're tied to Google or whatever. So we've never seen anything like this before where they've just changed something completely. Like she went from a, um, basically a free kind of service, uh, that you can monetize, but don't have to monetize into something that is not free or is overly restrictive. And there's um, a giant paywall. Yeah, there's a giant paywall. I mean, and giant 10 bucks. Like, well, let's just be honest. $10 yeah, is not much. But still, that's that's, that's more than Netflix. That is more that's than Netflix. That's more than the base level of, of uh, Hulu. So that's Very assuming true. that I place uh, more value on YouTube than I do though both of those things. Yeah, and... That's, that's even more expensive than um, Amazon Prime. Yeah, Amazon well, the, Prime gives you streaming video. Sorry, Amazon Prime gives right. you streaming video and and you know for two day shipping and all the the benefits that come with that unlimited cloud storage yeah. with Amazon Prime. It's just like, I mean, is 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 ad free viewing on YouTube worth it? It really depends on how much you consume YouTube, and it, it's I, I notice a lot of people that I know will spend like a like. Hours and hours and Agreed. hours and hours on YouTube, and yeah. then, you know, and if that's the case, then it's like absolutely this ten dollars is worth it. What is not, or what's frustrating, I think, for that type of person is that they have never had to pay that before, and now that they're going to have to pay it, it's gonna be like it, it, whenever something goes from being basically free, yeah, to something that you pay for, right. the relationship between consumer and uh, the provider changes completely. Well, that, that's the key is like what you just said is like if they have to pay it, like, okay, if we don't have to pay it and things work exactly the way they do now yeah. um, and I can just choose not to take part in this, yeah. I'm cool with it. That's fine. Now, if they, things change, which I don't know why they wouldn't, like if I was YouTube, I would start doing things to incentivize people to take advantage of this YouTube red. Well, especially the language that was in there whenever you said uh, that it allows you to skip ads it makes me think that they're taking that capability away from like free users right um I mean, so i mean that that's a high possibility and so if they i'm just kind of assuming that they would do that and if they did that then it becomes a uh, an, a hindrance on the people who will consume things for hours at a time you know right. who consume 10 minute long videos 30 minute long videos and they'll have to watch you know however many ads uh, at the beginning of these videos well like lately i've seen you know you mentioned the 30 minute long videos. I've, I've watched some 30 minute long videos and there were ads in the middle of oh, them um, or toward the end. Yikes. Um, so like that's, that's something that I noticed in the past like month or so, like that has been happening and it so, may have been going on longer than that. This is the first time I ran into it. So what 
has driven YouTube to do this? I, I just wonder if they look at these other companies and they're like watching Netflix kind of roll in their content creation. Cause, cause think about Netflix, they transferred mainly from the disc thing to the, uh, to the streaming service. And now they're on from the streaming service to basically being an entertainment provider with all of the television shows that they do. Um, house of cards and, uh, orange is the new black or yeah. And so, so you have like all of these these things there and YouTube looks at their content creators and say, we've already got all of this. The only thing we don't have is a subscription service. Well, so like if I'm, if you know, so not only do content creators like in the current system, not only do content creators not get paid unless people watch the ads, but YouTube doesn't get paid unless people watch the ads. That's true. Um, well, and, and, and they, they probably look at, okay, uh, say, you know, let's just take, take me for example. All right. Yeah. Um, I'm, probably watch you know on average maybe like five youtube videos every day okay that's that's probably a pretty like i don't know that's that, that that's that's a user that like uses it but not like heavily okay right. it's not a heavy user um but it's a daily user you're not a big fish i'm not a big fish but say like that there's sometimes whenever i don't watch a, a video in a whole week okay yeah. um they don't get any money from the time that i'm not spending watching videos sure. unless they get me into a month-to-month subscription True. that I just keep going because I just set it and it auto-renews every single month and I never, um, n- never cancel it. And, uh, and I guess you know, then they're making money on me whether I'm watching videos or not. Right. That's what you want. You want a bunch of passive income that comes in whether people are watching videos or not. Right. And I guess, like I said, you know, the, the people who use this a lot are going to benefit for it, for, from it way more by getting onto this $10 a month uh, thing because they use it all the time. But you're right. I don't really use it enough to actually, you know, think about forking down the $10 a month to make that work. Um, you know, and it, honestly, it, if it, that's why they're trying to put these value ads in there. Right. You know, it, and honestly, like you. thinking about the, uh, the fact that like they don't make money unless people watch the video. If they skip the video, they right. really don't make that much money. They have to get through a certain portion of the video before the uh, person who is advertising on, t- on YouTube actually pays YouTube the money. Right. Um, and so that actually has been a selling point, uh, for some advertisers to actually advertise on YouTube because they say, you know, you don't have to pay for ads except for the people that are interested in it or people that watch the whole ad. Right. And so you don't really pay for it unless they're interested and they watch it, you know? And so if if you grab them within the first three seconds, it opens up that opportunity. If they grab them within the first, I guess it's five seconds probably before you can skip. Um, if you, you grab them within the first five seconds and they watch the rest of the video, not only do you, uh, have someone who watched your ad, but you have someone who was interested in your ad who watched your ad, which is, is even more valuable as far as that goes. And so if you eliminate that choice of, skipping or not skipping, right. it becomes a different game. Like it becomes a thing where what are we really paying for? You know, thousands of people have seen our ad and we're paying for that. But what does that really mean in terms of, uh, in terms of like commitment from the people who are watching this? They're probably just, you know, Oh, here, let me load this YouTube video, put my phone down face down and not watch the video yeah. and then flip it back up whenever the ads over. I mean, but you can't, you can't gauge that, that kind of behavior, you know, like you can gauge if they click on the ad, um, for sure. Right. And I'm sure there's, you know, like it's, it's like Google, like sponsored ads on a search. Like I'm sure that there's some kind of, uh, right. incentive f- once people click on your ad as well. And so, right. Um, same with like Facebook ads and stuff. You right. Know? Right. And, and, yeah, it'll just be interesting, like because it kind of ties, it feels like they're talking out both sides of their mouth, mouth where they're saying like you can skip your ads, which would mean like they wouldn't, you know, advertisers wouldn't possibly be paying for as much. At the same time, he's saying we we expect um, ad revenue to increase, and yeah. it's like, 
what is what does that even mean? Yeah, you I mean, know? and honestly, until they roll this out and and actually become more transparent with their well, well, no on the twenty eighth. When yeah. is that? What is today? The twenty uh, second is. Let me see. Today is the twenty second. Yeah, so we'll know next week. Yeah, so like five days, five days from now or so. Maybe we'll report back then. Yeah. Um, Speaking of what day it is, yes, yesterday was. October 21st. That was an amazing segue, Chris. 2015. I like it. The um, day that Marty McFly... Yeah. Did anybody see... Came any, back to the future. Anybody driving around a DeLorean with a, uh, a puffy vest on? I did not. Did you? I saw lots of photos of people sitting in DeLoreans <laughs> with puffy vests on. That's amazing. Dude. So, uh, yeah. Yesterday, Marty McFly and Doc Brown came back to the future. Um, the Cubs were supposed to be have won the World Series by now. They uh, were swept yesterday. Yep. Appropriately on the uh, the same day. We yeah. talked about that last week a little bit. We did. And we, did. Uh, we won't get into it again, but I will but say as, my but, condolences. Yes, but as uh, even as Cardinals fans, I really I feel for the Cubs. That's, oh, yeah, for that sure. sucks. I wanted them to that win really because, as, as a as a lover of movies. Yes. Um, I also wanted them to win as you know as lover of baseball and yeah. good drama. Yeah. Um, and, um, I wanted them to win because they wanted it. I wanted them to win. So they quit whining about it. Well, and then also <laughs> like, so, you know, maybe that, that like lets the Cardinals not have something over them. You know, it's uh-huh. like, we've got to actually yeah. figure out how to start beating them. Yeah, that's true. In that case, we look like crap. Yeah. Well, and like, you know, historically we just haven't won, <laughs> which is ridiculous. <laughs> they beat us a lot. So, uh, so yeah, yesterday, uh, did you, did you happen to see, um, Michael J. Fox and yeah. Christopher Lloyd on Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, I did not. No, I didn't watch that one. Yeah, so they uh, showed up. I'll post it in the podcast, a link to the YouTube video. They showed up on Jimmy Kimmel. Um, is it he's on The Tonight Show now, or is it Late Night? I don't know. It was one of them. They shuffled them all around know, like, recently, and I just can't I, I think can't it's, I think it's Late follow. Night, right? I don't know. <sighs> I don't know, Chris. Okay, so anyway, he's, they were on Jimmy Kimmel last night. I didn't, I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it live. I watched it on YouTube. Speaking of YouTube, yeah. Um, and so I would have watched it on Hulu. It was, it was that was that was really cool. And uh, but yeah, um, yesterday I really wanted to. There were a lot of people who did Back to the Future two viewing parties. Um, I was watching uh, the Cubs game, and then we went and watched, you know, met Greg Miller. So I didn't get the chance to, um, but. Uh, I really, really want to. There's a new comic that came out yesterday. Uh, it's an issue one of Back to the Future comic. Um, I think IDW put that out. So you can go to your nearest comic shop and check that out if you want to. It's supposed to be really good. I should have I should have picked it up yesterday. I was at the comic shop yesterday and I saw it and I was like, ah, I don't know, like you know, not that big a deal. Come on, Chris, it's a collector's item. Well, it is now. Yeah. Anyway, <coughs> I, mean, I think I, it's just called Jimmy Kimmel Live. Jimmy Kimmel Live. Well, what network is it on? I, oh, it's on ABC. Yeah, it's on ABC. You're right. It is Jimmy Kimmel Live on ABC. Yeah. So it was, anyway, so he was on uh, Jimmy Kimmel. And uh, and so I, I think uh, I saw, I don't know if it was real, but I saw someone post a picture or sent, sent me a picture. Let me let me look this up. Sent me a picture of a USA Today with Marty McFly being arrested on it. Oh, oh, it was for, uh, for like betting um, inside. That was something about, else. That was something yeah. else that was going around on the internet. Like. Yeah, oh. I was saying, uh, you know, Michael J. Fox has been um, arrested for uh, insider betting, insider betting, on, betting. The, on uh, the World Series on, on or sports something games. Like that. Yeah. They found like a, the almanac with all these uh, <laughs> these things. Biff is still in custody. That yeah, kind of stuff. That's funny. Let me see if I can find uh, the uh, yeah USA Today. It says youth jailed. Martin McFly Jr. arrested for theft. Youth gang denies complicity. Yeah, the quote: <laughs> Mar- Martin McFly Jr. says, "quote They made me do it." That's really funny, <laughs> dude, dude. I need to. 
I need to see if we can find like is this like really a, an actual copy of did it? Did this come out, or is it something that somebody just printed or whatever? Yeah, I feel like this is maybe just from the movie. Uh, that's awesome. That's possible. That's probably possible. Either way, it's really cool. There was all sorts of stuff going around the internet, and it's it's amazing. Like I I love uh, I love that movie, and uh, I'm disappointed we don't have hoverboards, Chris. Um, very disappointed that we don't have hoverboards. We have things that people are calling hoverboards. Yeah, but you have to have like you have to have like a piece of metal underneath it, and it's magnets or something. No, like no, that. no. I'm talking about like the 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 things the with it's like segways without the bar, and then you can move your feet independently. Have you not seen these? The oh small my goodness, sideways. John! I've seen a picture of the no, small. No, 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 that's not what in, I'm talking about. Uh, is the actual actually hover? No, it doesn't hover. It's on wheels. Oh, well, but that's people, but people call them. Chris. People call them hoverboards. That's not a I, hoverboard. I'm just saying people are calling them hoverboards. Um, I'm trying to remember what they are called. I think they're called swagways. Chris, where does the hover come into that? Like, in what way do they hover? They don't hover. They just like they. So they have lights on them, and so they look. <laughs> and how can it be a hoverboard? They look if it doesn't cool. actually hover. Here, they, uh, here. Let's, uh, there's a YouTube video. There's lots of things that have lights on them and that look really cool, Chris. Doesn't make them hoverboards. Check, check that out. Isn't that's that's what I mean, they're calling. I mean, it kind of doesn't not look like you're hovering, kind it, of. It kind of does, and I guess it sort of looks like the ones from the. Well, no, I mean um, the one there was like a, was an actual skateboard, right? But like, I mean, I don't know. It, I think it's the bright, it's the bright colors and the fact that like you can do it like without hands, and I mean, it, that guy just. He just fell over, over the <laughs> he railing. fell over a railing. I don't oh know if you gosh. know what really video you pulled I, I, no, up there. I just, I just clicked on clicked the first, the first one. one. It, it could have been terrible. He was texting and hovering at the same time, apparently. Don't text and hover, kids. You could fall over railings. <laughs> so that's the part of like the Back to the Future that you don't see is just like people texting and <laughs> driving these you know, futuristic vehicles. Thing, there's stuff. no flying cars. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Like we don't dress that way. No, we don't dress that way. Uh, that was a very '80s way to dress. I kind of wish we did though. Futuristic Chris. '80s. I It'd mean, be really fun. Yeah, I mean, I, I would be cool with it. <laughs> they got some. They had with some weird fashion. I don't know if I was cool with it. It's like, it like a mix of <laughs> it like doesn't really look comfortable. '80s and '90s, like early '90s fashion, and what they thought would be like in the future. Like, let's yeah. futurize today's fashion. So, like, that's the thing that we've always had. So, stepping off of this subject a little bit, like, there's always the idea of what you think the future is going to be like. Yeah. Um, so like, you know, what was it like the, uh, Tomorrowland in Disney world or right. whatever. That's like what, what, uh, Walt Disney thought that the future would be like, you know, with these, uh, these really spacey kind of futuristic things, lots of metal and, and, you know, but like it didn't end up like that. Then, then the, uh, back to the future future is, you know, completely different than that. Yeah. So what today, what, what assumptions do we have about the future, uh, culturally, that are going to be wildly incorrect. I was, um, you know, I, twenty years from now. I was reading an article about this. Uh, I think last week, maybe whenever I was on that trip, and yeah. I don't remember where it was. It was somewhere on the internet, but it was, um, it was uh, making some good points. It was talking about, you know, the back in the. Oh no, hang on, give me two seconds. I will remember. Um, I can just imagine all of the uh, the little brain cells in your brain going, you know, where's the it was, file? It was, it, no, it was Brad Bird. It was he was talking about Tomorrowland. Yeah, he, I think that's what what spurred that memory in my mind. Cool. Um, so anyway, he was talking about like, okay, in you know, back in the fifties and sixties, like we had a very hopeful view of the future. You right. know, like the future is going to be this bright and shiny place. We're going to have flying cars. We're going to have all these cool gadgets. We're everything's gonna have automated, that, so we don't have to work as much. Everything's automated. Like our lives are better. Yeah. And now, like the the 
the kind of like view of the future. And whenever you look at um, like science fiction, which is basically like that's how you gauge like, okay, what are people thinking of the future yeah. um, in terms of like the technology and things that will be there? Slightly and, horrifying. Well, I, well, I mean, yeah, it's, it's all like post-apocalyptic. The, the <laughs> earth is dead. The Hunger Games. Everyone's like, yeah, <laughs> killing each other. Like Mad Max is looking for water. Yeah. Um, you know, like you just oh got these crazy kind of like, okay, in the future, things get really bad. Like that's kind of yeah. like the over over uh, overarching view of the future that we have now, which is which is kind of like I don't know, I don't know why, and you know, I guess we could we could this is a, probably a larger discussion. We could we it could, is a larger discussion. We could delve into it. I don't think we do tonight, but no, um, it's it's interesting to kind of contrast like those things with like I don't think that a movie like Back to the Future would come out today. No, I I, I really don't think that it would be nearly as uh, as popular or or as even you know it would it would be ref- oh, it, like, refreshing. Well, he, no, he'd go, I'm saying it wouldn't get made. Like, oh, that's because, right. You're like, right. For some reason, whoever the powers that be are are saying like people don't like these stories. Yeah. People want you know dark futures where you know there are giant worms bur- bursting out of the ground and eating people. Tremors. Oh, okay. Yes, that was, uh, that's, a, that's a deep cut. That's an older one. It is. It that's is. It older is older. One. Yeah. I mean. I mean. You know. I got to go there. No, but like think about uh, San Andreas. Yeah. You San know? Andreas. Yeah. Just, I mean, that's not really a future. That's a, a here and now. Well, and that's that's literally a uh, that's going to happen. I uh, I was reading an article uh, recently about how that literally like the uh, the that fault line it's it's going to happen. Okay. So it's I, just I w- a matter of when. I was reading this earlier today. Let and, me pu- let me pull up an article. Okay. Okay. So here's the other thing about it. Like we, they always, the, the idea was, Oh, well when the last time this happened, it's been however long since the last time it happened. Cause it hasn't, it hadn't happened since we settled on the, uh, the U S right. <clears throat> but they're what? like, what they did some, someone did some investigation from, uh, like the, uh, the native American cultures who like were in that area. And there was a big catastrophe, uh, that happened like slightly before, uh, the, they came, like Columbus came over onto the U.S. But there was the 1906 earthquake in San Francisco. Well, yes, That's but not like the actual like sh- sh- you know wasn't there one earth like shattering the, type situation? There was, there was one more recent than that too. Yes, there was, but not like the the tidal wave destroys half of uh, half of California. Oh no, that no sort none of, none of that. All right, yeah. this is from iflscience.com. This is the title of the article. According to NASA, there's a 99.9 percent probability of a significant earthquake hitting Los Angeles by 2018. Did you know that Los Angeles... Oh, wait, wait, hang on. This is just a bunch of, like, did you know kind of stuff. All right. A new study by NASA has revealed with 99.9% certainty that a magnitude 5.0 earthquake will hit the city of 3.9 million people before the summer of 2018. The research, published in the journal Earth and Space Science, is a rare seismology study in that the authors state that they are essentially 100% confident such a quake will hit Los Angeles within a short time period. They also look into the likelihood of more powerful, powerful quakes... The probability for a 6.0 earthquake within the same time frame is lower at 35%. The most powerful earthquake in the 20th century measured at 7.8 was centered on the nearby city of San Francisco in 1906, where 3,000 people died in the subsequent destruction. Yeah. Earthquakes occur on the San Andreas fault line when stress builds up between the two tectonic plates, which are sliding against each other in opposite directions. When parts of the tectonic plates get stuck, the plates continue to try and keep moving while stress builds up. Eventually, the stress is released and the tectonic plates judder forwards, Causing an earthquake. The greater the stress, the larger the eventual earthquake. Uh, let's see here. The uh, they've been measuring moderate, small earthquakes, and they're saying that there's been uh, an increase in the small earthquakes, which 
which are, and they've been using like some kind of like radar like technology to see where in the Earth's crust is that happening. Yep. It's all happening at the top, which means that nothing is, no pressure is being relieved lower down, yep. deeper on the te- tectonic plate. So when that eventually like snaps and releases and the, the tension like just explodes, yeah. huge earthquake. Yep. So there's an article, uh, the New Yorker. Ar- there's a New Yorker article about uh, the not not the San Andreas fault line, but the one above that, like the one just north of that, which is the it was just called. Let me see, it is called the Cascadia Subduction Zone, Ooh. and it runs for 700 miles off the coast of the Pacific Northwest, beginning near Cape. Uh, Mendocino, California, continuing along Oregon and Washington and terminating around Vancouver Island, Canada. So it's just this gigantic 700-mile-long subduction off. zone, and that's what's going to go off, and that's what's going to like cause a tidal wave that will wipe out... Like, Good oh, Lord. Yeah, so the uh, I'll, I'll send you this article. We should link to this in the podcast. <laughs> All right, yeah. It's just, uh, it's just it's going to so happen. So be scared, folks. Yeah, it's going to happen. The future is it's, dark and dingy. It is. It is. <laughs> That's what we think anyway. That's okay. what we think. So largely, so largely, <laughs> no, I would kidding. say, personally, oh, I, was, I would say that, uh, I'm just saying as a culture, like, that's what it seems like oh, people think. Yeah. You know, but uh, I'm saying. That's uh, so what we find intriguing. Largely, yes, watch. it is. That's what's, yeah, that's what we want to consume. We want, you know, we want the drama, Chris. Uh, sure. We want to, we want to. There's drama in Back to the Future. There was lots of drama in Back to the Future. There was uh What's your favorite Back to the Future? Oh my gosh, it was the uh, it's the one where they uh, they went to the the West. So yeah, the, the third one. The That's third my one. favorite it's one. The too. best one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, so. I think we're in the minority. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're definitely oh, in the minority. Man. Like, that's my favorite one. Like, the train? Mm-hmm. The train was amazing. Yeah, I know. Like, because it blew my mind. Because, like, immediately whenever, it, like, he gets there, it's like, you're just like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. And then, yeah. It's such a good movie, dude. Yep. Such a good movie. Well, uh, there's one last piece of news, Chris. Oh, yeah. Speaking of, of, of uh, apocalyptic futures... We have Destiny, which is based <laughs> was, in an apocalyptic future. It was kind of a stretch. It is kind of a stretch. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so Destiny, there's an article on Kotaku um, from... Uh, we can post to it on standardtargetpodcast.com. Yeah, uh, and, and it was by a, uh, a journalist named Jason Schreier. He's the one who breaks a lot of these like investigative kind of stories in the video game industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and he kind of, over the course of 13 months, I think he says in the article, he tried to uncover what happened with Destiny's story and with a lot of the shakeup because the main like story lead left uh, like a, a year before it came out mm-hmm. and uh, the suspicion was that a lot of things were reworked within the last like 13 months of development on that. Mm-hmm. Um, so he kind of dives, does a deep dive <laughs> into uh, what that actually, you know, consisted of what they what they changed um why they changed it and uh and so it's just a really interesting read i did want to mention mention that as that's well. awesome so we should uh we should post that and everybody should go read it if you have any interest at all in how long does it take to read um it took me about however i was like clicking off to different links because he links to a bunch of different ah. like, pieces where they would uh basically the pre- advertising for mm-hmm. the thing like mm-hmm. a year mm-hmm. uh before launch a year and a half before launch that sort of thing yeah. um whenever things were different where they would say hey here's some some features of the game which aren't actually features of the game anymore yeah um and so there you know those types of things i was clicking off to those so maybe it took me like 20 minutes to read it That's you not know bad. it's not terrible it's 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 really concise and uh it's really interesting and it's an interesting look at how something can be shaken up and still come out and uh and you know sell like crazy numbers yeah so yeah anyway so definitely definitely check that out and that's the news all right chris yes we're in 
We are. We we're just, in what? Well, we just took a slight break to talk about earthquakes and such. Yeah, we did. Off mic. Uh, earthquake cast. Yeah, we only did, we was, didn't. Only we didn't record we it. We didn't record the earthquake cast. We should have. We should have recorded it. It would have been lots of uh, information and reading that uh, that everyone probably would have gotten bored with. Yeah, I'm sure because I mean yeah. we've been doing it for like half an hour now. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. So Chris, ah. let's go on to more exciting things. Yes. Star Wars. The new trailer for Star Wars is out, John. Oh my gosh! And it's amazing. I have not watched it. As everyone knows who is who has listened to the podcast, I try at certain points. I try. To, are you still going? Yeah. Just exhaling into the microphone at this yeah. point. Yep. Um, see if it sounds different without the pop filter. Oh my gosh. <sighs> What if, like, the pop filter really just completely filtered it out? Like, yeah, filtered you can, out you the can entire hear it. Yeah, that'd, be, that'd be funny. It'd be really funny. I, I, that's not going to happen, but yeah, that's that would be hilarious. Um, so, Chris. Yes. As everyone knows who listens to podcasts, I don't, at certain points, I, I stop paying attention to uh, to plot lines or, like, Yeah, so I guess spoilers. I'll be talking about this. Yes, and so I haven't seen the trailer, and uh, but I... Uh, I do have, I do know some things about it, like inadvertently have bumped into a couple of things here and there. Um, but are, are you gonna like leave the room while I talk about it, maybe? or like what's happening? I don't know. Like I don't know. This how do makes you, for a very awkward, awkward it? time. How do you, how do you want to do it? I would, I would rather you have just watched it, but I don't want to force <laughs> that upon you. I see, I see what you're saying. Um, so let's go ahead and talk about a little bit about that night, okay. like the night that it dropped. All right. We have a story um, to tell. We do have a story to tell. And as as you know from last week's podcast, we talked about whether or not the tickets would go on sale. What was it like last Friday uh, morning at 11 or something Oh, right. Like that. It did, that didn't happen. Um, and that didn't happen. Yeah, I was up. I was hitting the refresh button on Fandango. I was also hitting the refresh button on uh, on the, the Twitter feed and on their website just to check it out, StarWars.com. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it never went on sale. And in fact, someone got like word that they would, uh, they would drop it on Monday after revealing a new trailer Ooh. during um, the, uh, was it Monday Night Football? Yes. On Monday Night. Night. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, the... Uh, they released an. I mean, they made it pretty apparent. Okay, there's gonna be the new trailer during Monday Night Football on ESPN, and tickets are gonna go on sale. And so, yeah, um, myself and a group of friends, like, like I was buying like ten tickets for people. Several other people were yep. buying like a bunch of tickets for their friends. So we all yep. like were communicating back and forth um, and and talking that night. And so about seven or, or sorry. About um, 6.45, I, I got on Fandango and kind of looked on there, and I noticed, hey, some showtimes were stop- starting to pop up, but you couldn't buy them. Like, if you went into them, you couldn't buy anything. Right. And so um, I uh, I texted uh, Megan Ledford, who's been on the show before, and I was like, you know, hey, they're, they're starting to go up. We just need to keep an eye on it. And, uh, and so showtimes kept getting added, but it was for this one theater in Nashville, and other theaters started popping in. Um, but the theater that we wanted to see it in is the IMAX theater. Right, yes. And, and so... Around seven o'clock, the entire site went down. Okay, yeah. and um, and you couldn't log in. It logged you out of the app. All this kind of crazy stuff. But then you could eventually get back in. And while we were seeing people on Twitter buying tickets, it's like, well, those are just aren't available. Like yeah, they're just it's not just, for sale. It's not. It's not the theater that we're looking for tickets at. Right. right. So I guess they're just not for sale yet. Like yeah. for instance, right now, like even at least earlier today, Malco Theater in Smyrna hasn't been hasn't started selling them yet. Oh really? Yeah. So wow. You know, like. I thought it was one of those deals, maybe. And yeah. so uh, we just kind of keep waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. And then finally, like, um, right before the trailer was about to play, I get a phone call from you. Yep. 
And so I was, uh, I was, I was monitoring this as well. I was just hitting the refresh button. In fact, at one point at eight o'clock, I was like, Chris, you better be ready at eight. Cause I bet you they're going to go on sale at eight. And you were like, I'm going to, I'm going to be, be there watching this or watching it at eight. And so I, uh, they, eight came and went. Nothing happened. And so I actually needed to buy some pants. And so Catherine and I were like at the mall. Uh, and buying I was, pants. I was purchasing pants. I was trying on some uh, some jeans and uh, and buying um, pants. And so about about what time was that about? It was like. It was almost 9 o'clock. It was, so it was, probably, like, it was yeah. probably like 8.45, something like that. Yeah. So about 8.45. All of a sudden, I like I hit the refresh button on my my Fandango thing, and it says there are no show times to to like there are zero movies available for and no show times for them. <sighs> like so, they're not selling tickets at all. Yeah, for any movie anywhere. Yeah, and uh, I immediately was like, wait a second, something's wrong. Something's wrong. If things would have crashed, like fully, completely crashed, and been like this web page is unavailable, or like you know you can't, it won't load, or whatever, like that would have been one thing. But it was just like the data was just not there. Like it just wasn't there. And I was like, I'm in the mall. I'm gonna walk down to the IMAX. <laughs> And see what's going on. And so, like, uh, Catherine was was monitoring the situation as well. And she was like, go, go. I'm going to buy your pants. You just walk down there. <laughs> go. And pants. she's like, I'll pick you up. I'll pick, I'll pick you up in the car over there. She's like, you get our tickets. And so we go. I go down there. And I'm standing in the line. I'm, I'm like, there's one person in front of me. And they were, they were starting. And they are talking to the, the guy who's the manager. I, I, we know him from some of the, uh, the uh, events that we've been to, like the pre-showings and things like yeah. that. Um, Anyway, so he's he's standing there, you know, selling tickets to the, these people, and I was like, that sounds like they're talking about Star Wars. Sounds like they're talking about The Force Awakens. They're picking seats for something in December. This is this has got to be it. And uh, and so I get up there, and he, he was like, you know, I was like, okay, I was like, so are are there tickets available? He's like, yes, they are available. He's like, Fandango, it just never never worked. It never went up on Fandango, and there was a, a line of people that were actually at the theater. Um, whenever that all went down and they, they purchased them. So he was like, you, I was like, okay, so what do you have for the first showing? He's like, you don't want the first showing. And I'm <laughs> like, uh, uh, okay. And he was like, there's the only thing I have available for the first showing are the front three, uh, rows of an IMAX theater, Gosh. which if anybody has ever sat in those, um, it's, it's an experience, I mean, but it's see, not a good experience. You'll see like an eighth of the screen. Like there's no way to watch that movie. Yeah. I remember seeing Transformers, uh, two. Oh, in, gosh. in IMAX from like that angle, yeah. like from the side and up front. And so I was just like, your head has to move in order to see the entire screen. Like right, you right. physically cannot see the entire screen in front of you. Right. Um, so anyway, so, uh, so I was like, okay, we don't want that. And, and so I call you immediately and I'm like, Chris, I'm going to buy star Wars tickets right now. And you're like, <laughs> what? So, uh, yeah, uh, we bought our, our 10 tickets. Yes. We have the back row center. Yes. Of the IMAX. Yep. At 10, 10, at 10, 10. And uh, so it's the second showing. So, and yeah. So the rest of the story was you were like, is there anybody else that needs to? Oh, for, first, as soon as I got off the phone with you, I texted Megan Ledford and I yep. was like, call my brother right now in yep. all caps. And so she would call you and yep. like get her tickets. And well, like, she called me and I remember like <laughs> I was, I was uh, stepping out of the line with our 10 tickets thinking, yeah. okay, this is great. And she calls me and, and she's like, Hey, she's like, I hear that you're, you, uh, I, I should call you. And I was like, yeah, I'm buying star Wars tickets. And she's like, can you buy me some? <laughs> and, uh, so I got back in line, like a p- couple of people had gotten in line behind me by the time I, uh, had finished my purchase, got back in line and I, uh, I bought her tickets, yeah. um, picked out her seats. Like they're a little bit, 
bit. Uh, they're just like one row in front of ours, and they're still as center as you po- could possibly get uh, within the back, like uh, four rows, three yeah. rows of yeah. the uh, of the the thing. Yeah. And then so after that transaction, um, uh, I talked I talked to you, and you were like, oh, somebody else might call you, uh, you know, and, and so I was like, okay. And so immediately, like, I, I somebody beeped into the call, so I I took the other call and uh, and ended the one with you, and it was uh, it was one of our friends, and he was like, hey, can you? can you buy me tickets? And I was like, okay, yeah, okay. And I got back in line and I was like, where do you want them? He's like, ah, oh, I was like, what do they have? And so I got up there and, uh, and he was like, he's like, here's the only problem. He's like, can you buy me seven tickets? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, um, sure, sure. I'll buy you seven tickets. And so, uh, so as we went through, he was like, he's like, yeah, no, uh, if you, if you would sit there, like if you would buy these seats and sit there, then, uh, then, then I'm good with it. Just, just pull the trigger on it. So I, I bought the tickets. And then by the time I got in with that, uh, someone else called me. <laughs> so I hopped back in line and got up there and bought three more tickets. And so, uh, so a grand total of like 24 tickets, it's amazing to the force awakens at the Tintin showing in the IMAX. And it's, we are occupying quite a lot of seats in that theater. <laughs> um, not all together, but like we are, uh, we are, our, our presence will be made yes, known. It will. And we're with, like I said, it's, it's the really good seats. They're within the middle third of yeah, the, uh, yeah, the stadium. Yeah. And they're on the back four rows. Yeah. So it's like, I don't think anybody is, is too far clo- like down too right, close right, to right. the screen or anything. Right. So, um, so yeah, dude, it was, uh, quite the, quite the exciting experience. And, uh, I was just worried that so many people, like the people, like as I would get back in line, yeah, they were going to buy like a ton. Yeah. I was, I was worried that they were in the same boat I was where they were <laughs> buying like 14 tickets or whatever. Right. So, right. Yeah, I was, I was one of those stressful situations where I was like, what if I have to get somebody the next showing? <laughs> I don't even know if there's a next show. <laughs> right. You know? Well, what's crazy is, uh, so, and I haven't seen an updated stat, but as of yesterday, which yesterday was Thursday and they went on sale on Monday, uh, they had sold $6.5 million worth of IMAX tickets alone. Wow. And uh, supposedly wow. in the first hour, they made a million dollars in the first hour. And that's with Fandango being down Chris, and not working you know, for, for a lot of people. It wasn't just us. No. It was, it was across the U.S. Like it crashed Fandango everywhere. Yeah. Um, and which is hilarious because I mentioned that. I posited that on the uh, on last week's episode of the podcast. Like, yeah, what yeah. if Fandango goes down? And you're like, no, yeah. no. So I will, I will have to just... Say I, I predicted this, Chris. You did predict that. I predicted yes. that Star Wars would next break time next, Fandango. Next time we know to go stand in line at the actual theater. Though. Yeah. So now everyone who's listening knows go stand in line at the theater and and just be there for yeah. whenever they go on sale. And honestly, like you could be standing in line and be refreshing Fandango on your phone yeah. at the same time. Like whichever one happens first, either yeah. you get through on Fandango and you have your seats there, or you get up to the counter and are able to buy them physically there. So right. um, next next year, literally probably 12 months from now, whenever we're buying Rogue One tickets, mm. um, mm-hmm. then that's what we Is that coming we'll out in doing. December? I think it's coming out in the fall, um, fall season. So yeah. Mm. All right. Yeah, cool. I, I think like whenever we talked about that, like you were right on the plan. I got, I, I got, I got to look for. Look Make sure, uh, confirm that I'm correct. But I, 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 maybe it was like you theorizing that they wanted the uh, the other movies, so like not the mainline episodes, um, but the kind of uh, anthology movies to come out around Christmas time, uh, and then the following year, uh, every other year in May, the uh, mainline movies would come out. So. It's coming out in 2016, is all it says. Yep. And I w- so that's next year. Oh, December sixteenth is the expected um, date. Yeah. So I mean, I think I think you had suggested that those like the uh, the non mainline well, movies think, would I come think, out in December, and then the mainline movies would come out in like May. 
Yeah, I, th- I think they they're wanting. Yeah, they're wanting those to come out in May. Is what they're wanting to do. And so yeah. I don't know if, if they uh, have figured that out yet or not. Yeah, that was a, that was a while ago. Whenever I was, that was probably at the beginning beginning of the year. Whenever yeah. I was talking about all that, or maybe even last year. I think it I might don't been, remember. I think it might have been last year. Whenever we were initially uh, revealed that there was yes. a Rogue One in the in the makings. So the new Star Wars trailer, John. Okay, we're, we're going to talk about it now. All right. So all right. I'm going to leave. I guess. <laughs> all right. Sure. All I right. Guess. So uh, yeah. So if you don't want to hear anything about the Star Wars trailer, skip forward by about, what do you think? If you're crazy like John. If you're insane like me. <laughs> yeah, well, I, mean, I mean, I don't know, a few, a few minutes. If, I, if I'm still saying the words like Kylo Ren and <laughs> and Ray, then you're, you'll be, you skip forward more. Go for it. All right, cool. All right, so the new trailer, um, whenever I saw this, I was blown away. Like, okay, so I, I'm staying there. Um, we had just gone through the whole ticket debacle, and I'm like, okay, i got to watch this trailer. And so I sat down, and I'm like, oh, we're already, like, all worked up. And I watched this thing, and as soon as, like, the the first, like, screen comes on, and it's it's Ray inside this big, like, area, I'm like, this is incredible. Like, Star Wars has not looked like this before. Like, it's so cinematic looking, so beautiful. Um, it, there's this, It's just, like, it's so unique. Um, it's very J.J. Abrams, you know, and uh, not, I don't say that in a bad way. I say that in a good way. Um, and uh, and so it's just very very cool looking. And um, I got like the first chills like whenever Lucasfilm came on screen. And the the part that got me though. Okay, so I started like tearing up and crying whenever um, Ray and uh, and John Boyega's character Finn are standing there, and they are I, they're made in the trailer. T- to look like they are talking to Han Solo. And Han is saying it's it's real, all of it. The Jedi and the Sith. And I'm like, yes, it's real. It's so real. I know it. I've seen it. I watched it. You know, and it's like, it's so good. And so, uh, yeah, uh, trailer overall, really, really good. Still doesn't reveal a lot, which I like. Um, the things that I do like, and I think, you know, I can, I can gather from the trailer is the fact that it looks like Han Solo is in this movie a lot. At least he's in the trailer a lot. Um, and that's really, really cool. Um, just because he's one of my favorite characters and it's cool. Like kind of the change that they're, they're setting up between, you know, in the first, um, in the episodes four, five, and six, you know, he's, you know, talks about how the, the force and Jedi, like this is a hokey, hokey religion and it's not real and all this kind of stuff. And now like he's a true believer. The big question, you know, is still who are these characters and what relationships do they have to each other? Um, I'll talk about that again in a second. And then the big missing piece from this trailer, this final trailer, um, just like it's the missing piece from the, uh, the final artwork. Um, the, uh, the movie poster is where is Luke? Luke is not present in any of this. Like there's, we assume that there's a shot of him in the trailer that we've seen since the first teaser, I believe of, uh, you know, like someone putting their hand on R2D2 real fast. It looks like that's probably Luke or uh, could be Luke. And, so it's like, what's what's going on with Luke? And uh, that's that's the big that's the big question. You know, the big question is like, you know, is is he? Uh, uh, why haven't we seen him? Is his appearance drastically changed? Um, is he somebody that uh, um, is a bad guy, and we don't want to like figure that out? Uh, you know, or is it just J.J. Abrams just keeping it in a? You know, he he loves mystery boxes, so he he you know he's just keeping that close to the chest so that you know we will walk out of the theater being like, oh man. Luke, like that was awesome, you know, and because we've seen every other every other returning character, you know, we've seen um, Princess Leia and Chewie and Han, and we just have not seen Luke yet. So um, that that's that's the big question coming out of it, you know. All in all, we we saw some shots that are kind of the same, or or um, 
shots that we've seen before um, or shots that have been released that we've seen before. Uh, and uh, But we saw them kind of in a different context this time. Like some crazy things that we saw, like they're, they're uh, Han Solo and I think uh, Ray and BB-8, they're all walking into this kind of like temple-looking place and it has a Mandalorian-like symbol above it, um, which, uh, of course, is the armor and uh, that Boba Fett uh, wears. And so, I don't know, like, we don't know what they're doing there. Um, we see Kylo Ren with a bunch of bodies around him. Like, we don't know what's going on there. Um, looks like he's with some of the people. Maybe they're on the Knights of Ren. Maybe they're not. We don't know. Um, we see something happening to Oscar Isaac's character, um, and uh, we don't know what is going on with that. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's it's... We see the, the Millennium Falcon flying through the air and, and fighting more, and like it's just, they bring back several musical themes from the 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 original trilogy, and so it's just, it's just a very emotional piece, very exciting piece, very happy piece. You see, um, you know, uh, Ray crying, you kind of see some like range in her. We hear who we think might be uh, Lipito Nyong and her character, and she's asking um, some questions at the beginning of the uh, of the the trailer um we hear briefly like what we think um could be uh, uh maybe a, a sith lord or a, a a higher up in the empire whatever we're panning past a bunch of stormtroopers um uh with the empire banners and stuff like that um kind of he's his voice is kind of off off in the distance off in the distance um we think that it it might be uh it might be um andy circus as supreme leader snokes and uh, yeah, so great, great, great uh, trailer. Um, they did a, a phenomenal job at, at showing us enough to like get us even more pumped, but also telling us nothing. Um, one theory, okay. So if you don't want to hear any theories, okay, this is just a theory. This says, you know, I, I can maybe back it up with some 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 anecdotal evidence, but I don't have any kind of um, hard evidence to back this up. One theory, like, okay, what's what's happened to Luke? Okay, let's just say that, like. You know, the, the options are endless. You know, we don't know. Um, you know, he could just be uh, um, not in the trailer and he's in a lot of the movie. Or, you know, he could have gone into hiding for some reason. This is my theory, okay? And I've heard this uh, from one other person and I'm like, okay, that, that seems like it's the most plausible explanation. And, uh, like, my my theory is that after Return of the Jedi, Luke decided to try to train up some Jedi. Like he's the only Jedi left, and he has to, he needs he wants to um, to train up some people. So he trains up um, some uh, some Padawans. Maybe that even include um, Kylo Ren. And Kylo Ren, through the process of his training, getting to know the Force a little bit better, he he falls um, he falls not in love, but you know he he kind of becomes attracted to the idea of Darth Vader and the ideals that he stood for and the things that he did and who he was, um, which would be, you know, like if, if you say you like Luke, you know, well, Darth Vader's Luke's father. So why would you not like, okay, let's go to the source, you know, like of this power. And, uh, you know, the, you have to remember in the canon, you know, he's the chosen one, the one who's supposed to be able to bring balance to the force. So there's this kind of, I think, idealization probably of Darth Vader. And in that process, he, he decides to abandon the teachings that Luke is instilled into him and, and kind of go off on the Darth Vader path and uh, maybe, you know, wipes out the rest of the uh, the Padawans or um, just goes on a killing spree, an evil spree, and Luke just can't handle it. And he's like, well, I just keep, I try to like help, but I keep messing up. So I go into exile. That's a possible solution to like what's going on. All of it could be true. 
All of it could be not true. I don't know, because I just made it up. Um, but that's like, I told you I'd give you a theory, and that's my theory. Um, yeah. I'd like to hear from you and what your theories are. You can go to uh, Twitter, tweet at us, at StayOnTargetPod. Let us know what are your theories regarding the, uh, the Star Wars plot. Um, I'd love to see like links if you have that to articles or um, you know uh, any kind of like evidence that you have to back it up. We're um, about a month away, a little over a month away, and so uh, yeah, like send me your your ideas and your thoughts. All right, Chris. Yeah, you're back. I'm back in the room. I'm back. Well, that's that's all that's all we have to talk about. What's going to be really funny is whenever I actually finally watch the actual movie, yeah. and I go back and I listen to this episode, and you're going to be right about everything. <laughs> Hopefully. Just gonna like I'm just gonna check off the list. It's like Chris was right about this. <laughs> Chris was right about that. We'll see. I bet you. I bet you nothing. I said was right in so, terms of my predictions. So here's something that I, I I like. We should start. We have limited time before this thing comes out, but we should bring every week maybe do a uh, a short like little thing where we bring our favorite moments of Star Wars. Oh yeah. And we, we should. should talk about like our favorite moments. We'll like do like we'll alternate or something like that per week. All right. And uh, and so one of us should bring in a a, a moment a star wars moment uh, okay. next week and we'll, we'll talk about it a all little right bit. we'll do that and, and if and if our listeners have a favorite star wars moment oh, tweet man. at us at stay on target pod and let us know and yeah. we'll we'll read those on the show as well absolutely um yeah so that's it for this week we've got an arrow on target and a flash on target for you as well so make sure you head over to us head on over to stay on target podcast.com and check those out that's right you can find us online at stay on target podcast.com on twitter at chris Wright 250 and john Wright 777 and at stay on target pod always online at stay on target podcast.com find us on itunes and stitcher your podcast service of choice that's it for this week we'll see you next time on stay, stay on target, target.